Hello, welcome to the Fantastic Grotto. My name is Rudy. Joining me is my lovely co-host Tasha. Welcome to our Cave of Wonders as we discuss movies, television, thingamabobs, and all things fantastic. Tasha, I'm so excited. Why are you so excited? Yeah, because the Oogie Boogie Bash is in two days and we leave tomorrow for our hotel. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm super, super excited. I feel like a little kid on Christmas morning and I already told my dad the itinerary. <laughs> <laughs> No, he knows it's going to be a marathon with me. We don't, I don't play when I go to the theme parks, so he better be ready. Uh, he's only allowed one 10 minute break, and then we're just going to keep it pushing. <laughs> yes, yes, I am not missing out. That's a three hour drive. <laughs> we are going to make the most of it. We are going to rope drop, so we're in it to win it. Okay, okay. Loki, I feel bad. Yeah, he's at that age where he's like, no, mijo, I need to take a break. I'm like, nope, <laughs> let's go. Yeah, they get up there and you're like, okay, either you either you push through or you're not coming with me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Even as a kid, I would always be the one, like while my parents would eat or just be looking at a gift shop or something, I would be the one running around getting the Fast Pass tickets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why they let me, a 10-year-old boy at that time, run around Disneyland without supervision, I don't know why. Is that a responsible? Yeah, but I feel like it's someone shaped me into the person I am today. So What they say in The Hangover, but did you die though? exactly there you go. <laughs> did you die though exactly so yeah live to tell the tale and mm-hmm. yeah so i have everything ready uh i told my dad dad i bought you a special trick-or-treating bag for the oogie boogie bash so <laughs> we're super ready i'm so happy i'm excited so ugh, i've been waiting for this for like two months now so this is my belated birthday gift so ah yes yeah. well i hope I ha- you have a blast <laughs> enough about me how are you miss tasha pissed at beyonce but it's fine <laughs> do you want to vent really quick <laughs> i mean i just don't understand why every she does opening random surprise acts only in la and doesn't do it anywhere else and mm. i've been at shows in new york looking at celebrities like hey you can go up there too i didn't i know you here i'm looking at you but it's fine. I'm going to give her a pass. It's her birthday. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, do you think she's going to bring maybe like Chloe and Hallie up on stage or maybe like Kelly and Michelle? Girl, I don't know. She. <laughs> it's clearly just a free. It's clearly whoever's in the mood tonight is what it feels like because mm. Offset, why was he up there? Thank I mean, you. I'm not saying Thank that I wouldn't you. want to see Offset, but it just didn't translate as to why he would be there i mean i don't know whatever anyway let's move I, on <laughs> yeah thank you because i was like oh i was watching the videos i think last night and i was like oh he opened oh he okay all right Khaled cool, makes sense because i went to the show when Khaled was the dj opening but i went to that show i don't know like i said we can we can move on yeah. I'm <laughs> today on fantastic news these are the stories that recently caught our attention this week It's being reported that a new live-action Pokemon TV show is set to premiere later this year in Japan on October 19th. The show will be based on the popular games Pokemon Green and Pokemon Red. Still no word on when we'll be able to get the show and where we'll be able to watch it. Uh, Tasha, you're actually a fan of anime, right? Yeah, but I'm not a huge Pokemon fan. I mean, I like Pikachu. He's cute. (laughs) Pokemons, they're cute. But when I watched the show, it never resonated with me and I never became a hardcore fan like everybody else. Mm-hmm. And I also am not a video game person, so I can't ever say that I played the video games. With Pokemon, I, oh my gosh, I was so obsessed with the original anime growing up. I had the cards, I had the little toys, I did have a few of the video games. I did not play the original versions of Green and Red, but I did play the reboot versions. It's a whole thing. But uh, I'm curious to see how this show is going to 
be and but ash and pikachu recently became masters like they finally won like this was like 25 years later in the making bro i have I, no idea what that means okay well it's really <laughs> emotional no for me being grown i'm like oh my gosh i was a little munchkin when the show came out and now he's finally won after 25 years so it's a whole thing it's a whole thing no idea uh, no yeah but squirtle would be my starter um starter pokemon for anyone that wants to know but I'll keep an eye on this show just to see. I'm worried how the Pokemon are going to look because I feel like this is going to go either really well or really wrong. We will I mean, see. I like the, the Pokemon movie. The Pikachu movie, the one with Ryan Reynolds. That was good. I Oh, I didn't see that one. Yeah. I went yeah. to see it with my little cousin. He thought it was cute and he knows more than me and I was like, hey. <laughs> okay. We love you, Pikachu. So adorable after all these years. For our second story, author Sarah J. Mass, who has written the A Court of Thorns and Roses book series, is no stranger to controversy. The third book in her Crescent City series is set to be released early next year with five bonus chapters. But here's the thing. If you want to read all five chapters, you'll have to buy five different books from five different stores, such as Barnes & Noble's Target and Walmart. Tasha, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Wait, so it's five additional chapters. Yes. But she put, she spread the chapters out across different um, vendors? Exactly. Oh, that's stupid as shit. Exactly. And of course, you know, when a book is brand new and depending on where you get it, like Barnes & Noble, those prices are really high. Target and Walmart, that's affordable. The two other stores you can get them from are Books A Million and um, Indie Bookstores. Never heard of that last one. Oh, I've heard indie bookstores. They're another big one. Yeah. Uh, This is an interesting way to ensure that everyone buys multiple copies of your book. That's basically what it is. It's an interesting way to do that. I wonder, right, as a collector, if I get all five copies of this book, if maybe the spines line up and make like a cool picture, that would make it worth it for me. If the art all goes together, that would make it worth it for me. You know what I mean? But for it to be literally the exact same book, if if the artwork's not different, I f- I feel like this is really just heavy, heavy-handed marketing that feels explo- like ex- like you're exploiting me as a fan. Although I would never personally buy her books, I get if I when I read her books, they're from like the library. I'm glad you brought that up because I was about to say this feels like straight up abuse of the fans mm-hmm. because you know she she clearly has a huge audience because Akatar alone is <laughs> that's a whole thing in itself. I don't know much actually anything at all about the Crescent series. I just know that there's a female lead and that this is the third book that's being released early next year. I've seen the book cover. It looks really beautiful. It's like this golden mythical type of vibe to it it looks really beautiful but five different again i haven't read this series but five different chapters and just rebuying the book over and over again i don't like this honestly don't like this at all honestly it's not fair because you know like you said not everyone you know can be able to get a book sometimes you have to go to the library and honestly you say more that way too because we have the libby app that's something that we've discussed before here on the podcast i'm guessing that if you're a person who goes to the library you just keep renting the different books and read all five chapters like that yeah i'm hoping so we'll see i i I think this is so messed up honestly this is no way to treat your fan base um i'm currently reading i'm almost halfway through the first akatar book uh i I'm late to the party. I know, I know, because I know in book club you guys read it, and I missed out on um, while reading the books with you guys. But I'm trying to catch up now. Almost halfway through, I'm waiting for it to get good. That, <laughs> thank mm-hmm. you. There are some moments where you're like, oh, that one doesn't get good till the end. 
That's, that's why. That's why I'm, that's always, what I'm worried about it. Yeah, I'm waiting fan. for. How do you pronounce his name? Resan? Risan? Resan. Resan. Thank you. I'm waiting for this mother effort to show up because I'm like, okay, I'm hearing all this like hype for this character, and I know book two is like the best one. So that's why I'm like, okay, let's just I get this book out of the book way. Two more than book one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll be shocked if it's only like five pages per each chapter. But we'll, we'll see what the fans have to say when the book comes out. Again, I haven't read the series. I don't plan on reading it. Maybe yeah, but I'm not interested. Yeah, I'll no, thank you. I'm good. You, you know my pile. I'm still working on that damn pile. So yeah, <laughs> definitely yeah. not anytime soon. Not even but no shade year. to anyone who reads her. Uh, mm-hmm. She's just she's just okay for me. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so. and I hate every and every time she has a character I'm like why do I hate everybody in here <laughs> oh boy and for our third and final story speaking of theme parks Disneyland has some fun changes going on right now but one particular fun event will be happening very soon the Tiana's Palace restaurant is set to have its grand opening on Thursday September 7th and Tasha, not only am I happy and excited about this, but I'm also a little bit salty, and I'll tell you why. And it, no pun intended because it's food-related with the saltiness. <laughs> <laughs> so my trip with my dad for um, you know the Disneyland trip we have going on, our last date is on September 6th. Oh. And it, I know, and it opens the following day on the seventh, and I'm like, no, you should still open. be in Disneyland for I'm, that time. And uh, then you might get, they might cold open or so, like soft open the day before or something like that. You might I'm, still I'm get to try it. On it. I'm hoping on it because my dad said he wants to um, go back, drive all the way back home the same night. And I'm like, Ugh, couldn't we stay, you know, the night over there? I don't like a long drive back after a big day. Mm-hmm. It's a three hour drive. So that's why I'm a little iffy about it. No, not a little. I'm a lot iffy about it. So let me ask you this. Uh, are you excited for the opening? I mean, eventually I'll try it. I like Disneyland's food a lot. I don't know if they're going to get all the New Orleans flavors right, mm-hmm. but I have faith in them because Disneyland food is better than most other parks, to be honest. I'm glad you brought that up because that was something I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you if you were a little worried about how the food is going to taste. So mm-hmm. here's the thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, till this day, refuse to eat the Mexican food at Disneyland. I refuse. I just can't do it. You got to go to, you don't even do Rancho del Zocalo? Mm-mm. Nope, you got to try it. I promise you, you got to try it. I'm just nervous because I don't, I'm, I'm hoping it's not giving Taco Bell. That's what I'm worried about. Oh, definitely not. Okay, like 100% good. 100% not. I mean, it's I, not giving like when, when I go to Mexico and eat, but it is solid for what it's supposed to be and bearing in mind that you're in a theme park. I, uh, I'll ask my dad if he's interested. We'll, we'll see. He's a chef, by the way, Chef Rudy. He's Rudy Senior. So I'm going to ask the chef what, you know, if he he's down to get some food from that. Yeah. So I'll see. I don't even want to get the horchata there. <laughs> I'm like, do not mess with my culture. Do not mess with my food. Uh, part of the reason why I bring this up, too, is because only once I've had gumbo in my life. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. <laughs> uh, I've had it only once in Disneyland, believe it or not. It was in the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, the the restaurant, the Blue Bayou. Mm-hmm. The most expensive meal till this day I've ever had in my life. Uh, it was like uh, minimum fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. But that that restaurant, I have been in there. I actually did that restaurant during the one time they had the Christmas party thingy Ooh. back in what was that 20, 2021 or twenty whenever it was. But yeah, I'm excited about Tiana opening. I'm hoping the food is going to be good. I'm more excited for when the ride opens. I'm really excited for that. 
Tiana's by your adventure. Yes, next yeah. year, 2024. I'm more excited for that than the food. Not because I'm not excited for the food, but because I feel like then it'll be com- a complete Tiana situation going on. You can eat yeah. and you can get on the ride, and it's a full circle thing. And they're probably if there's a ride, there's also going to be a fun gift shop. So I'm excited for it to be a cohesive moment. I am excited for the ride. I, I told you, right, how I don't like water rides. I'm just cursed on them. I told you that before, right? Or no? Yes. Okay. I kid you not. I am the only person in my group, whether it's with family or friends, for some reason, I am the only one getting wet. <laughs> I will go on this ride to check it out. But mark my words, when Splash Mountain was still around, I only went on that ride maybe four times in my life. And that was a choice. It was. I, I knew the, the last time I went, it was with my sister. She got some sprinkles on her. I got fully soaked. And I've been on Splash Mountain before and come off and been completely dry. And then See been on Splash. I mean? And then gone on on other times and been like, I'll be fine. And then be like, why are my underwear wet? Because oh, no, so that's the worst. Why yeah. <laughs> <laughs> underwear wet? Oh, what, did I, what even happened to me? Well, I'm looking forward to the food as well. When the restaurant does open, I will be posting it on our social media. So keep an eye out for that, you guys. Uh, I really want to know your thoughts on the food as well. Whenever you do go check it out, because again, the gumbo that I tried, it was delicious, but was it genuine? I don't know. So I'm going to have to talk to experts about that. Mm, Yeah, we'll see. Anyways, uh, we're almost there. So congratulations to the grand opening to everybody involved we will be happy to enjoy the food there once we do go whenever we do go not sure when and that's all we have for today on fantastic news if you have anything fantastic that you would like for us to discuss please send us a message on instagram at the fantastic grotto and now we're going to take a quick short break And we're back from break. Thank you for sticking with us. Today's episode is going to be about the year 2007. It's a long time ago, but it was an amazing year of music. Let's go look look through the Billboard's year-end top 100 singles of 2007. And I just want to say that the number one is, of course, the queen herself. Let's hear it. Beyonce. There we go. Congratulations, B. Congratulations, Beyonce. You've been winning for a very long time, and it was for Irreplaceable. Still holds up till this day. Was written by Neo. Yes, it was. From my understanding, uh, he was supposed to put this on this album, but they all agreed that it felt misogynistic coming from a man singing the song. So they offered it, and Beyonce fell in love with the song, and the rest Mm -hmm. is history. Yeah, because he was originally a songwriter anyway. Yeah. So you can also find his version of the song on YouTube. I checked it out before. And yes, yeah, I prefer Beyonce's. Yes. Besides, <laughs> also in the song, he says like bitch and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, oh. yeah. He so was, that's why he's a little zesty for me. So, but his zesty uh, ass show can write a song. He can yeah. write a song. <laughs> he's written for everybody Beyonce, yeah. Rihanna. Mm-hmm. Like, he's written for everybody, even the male artists too. Like, I forget who was it? Was it Mario? I believe so. Let he just, me be the one to. Yeah, that's the song. Yeah, let me love you. It's an amazing, an amazing writer, you know. But yeah, so number one for the year 2007 was Beyonce. Did you want to do the whole top 10 for 2007 or do you just want to kind of jump around? Let's jump around. Well, if you want, do you want to do the top 10 and then just kind of jump around as like honorable mentions? Okay, cool. Yeah, let's do that. All right. So then number two is your queen. 
Mm-hmm. Brianna herself with Umbrella. Ah, yay! Love that song. But I was so happy. I was in full in love with Rihanna at this point. So yeah. I'm so happy that she did really well with that song. That song was so successful for her. This was Rihanna. the reimagination of Rihanna. This is when she came back out and she had a completely different look, a completely different sound. This was Good Girl Gone Bad. This was half her hair shaved off. This was a fun new introduction to an artist that we'd already known mm-hmm. with a new sound. And, and it was edgier. And it felt like now that we know more about her, truer to her actual personality. It was also when she used to clap back on, on Twitter. And oh, yes. I remember those days. Time, honey. <laughs> remember the Sierra situation? Yes. Oh my God! Sierra, Tiana Taylor. Um, who else? Is she? she used to just get Kendall at, Jenner. <laughs> everybody. She don't care. It was great. I loved it. I'm, I, I understand why she doesn't say anything now. She's above mm-hmm. it all. Mm-hmm. But in that time, mm, and then she would tell. Sometimes she would tell the Navy, "Get him." That's all she would say, and the person would be completely terrorized for days. It's horrible. I, I don't condone it. But it was very entertaining at the time to watch. <laughs> mm-hmm. I remember, I think with Kendall in particular, <laughs> I'll forget, I'll never forget this. I remember she said, if Rihanna doesn't seem complicated, I'm not going to go to her concert. Rihanna straight up said, then don't then come. Don't come. Yeah. Uh-huh, straight up. That's what she said. I'll don't never come. forget. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, oh, I wonder yeah. why she don't make music no more. She didn't want to make it dead. It was, <laughs> it was 2007 and she was sick of our shit. Yeah, she was definitely speaking <laughs> up more during that time. For real, though. She doesn't do it now because she's above it all. And I get it. I get it. Unbothered. Yes. That's how it should be done. Unbothered. Yeah. And then a uh, problematic queen herself with number three, Gwen uh-huh. Stefani. Oh, yes. With the screen, the sweet escape featuring Akon. Uh, yes, we call her problematic queen because she definitely culturally appropriated during parts of her career. And when oh, asked yes. about it, she was like, I don't understand why I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, that's not the best way to handle it. Come on. Yeah, it's a little yeah. problematic. But I remember this. I actually remember this summer and it was a great, a great summer. Yeah, it was so good. I feel like you had a good blend of everything and everyone on playing on the radio at once. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, I did not like this song when it first came out, but I did like her music and even No Doubt's music, too. And Akon, of course, he had a big year as well in 2007. Mm-hmm. But now I can't listen to that song and I'll sing along. But back then, I for some reason, I just I think I was annoyed by it. I just oh, did it's not like number it. three. You were probably completely sick of it. Yeah. So <laughs> they, some songs get overplayed, I think maybe that's why too i think that's part of the reason exactly almost everything in the top 10 gets overplayed to the point where you have a moment where you don't like it i was sick of irreplaceable i was sick of umbrella i was sick of basically everything on this list (laughs) and and then beyonce it's like she was everywhere so much she was oversaturated rihanna was definitely oversaturated at this time Mm -hmm. um okay so now let's move on to number four Big Girls Don't Cry, Fergie. Fergie Ferg, that's right. The Duchess album. I remember that album. I don't even remember this being that big of a song. It didn't 
Yeah, I I'm surprised why. too. You think Fergalicious or London Bridge would have done better? Yeah. I, I love London Bridge. I still blast that every now and then. That's my favorite Fergie song. Fergalicious, I don't really like it. I like, love Fergalicious. I love yeah. the video. The video is really cool. If you've seen the video, for those of you listening, so creative, so colorful. I love the, the Chocolate Factory vibe to it. But London Bridge, I love it. I love just playing it as loud as I can in the car. But Big Girls Don't Cry, I I get it. It's a ballad. It's a nice music video. It's with, uh, well, you don't like his character, but Milo Ventimiglia, who played Jess. He Gilmore was a Girls. terrible character. Oh, my God. Jess was a terrorist. We're not going to talk about it. Jess God. was a terrorist. We are not talking about it. Let me tell you, those of you who watch Gilmore Girls, Ugh. those of you who are Jess fans, I'm pretty sure you're masochist, and you just like being hurt every chance you can get. And, you know, if that's what you're into, that's fine. Jess was absolutely horrible to Rory. He was the friggin' worst. Wait, you anyway. said you were Team Logan, right? Whose team were you on? I guess I'm Team Logan with you everything. Guess? Yeah, because with everything and how it all played out, I never personally had a beef with Dean. I understand that she outgrew him, mm-hmm. but I never really had a beef with him. And Logan was okay. You know what? It's fine. We're not even supposed to be talking about this. Because <laughs> I can, I love that show and rewatch it every year, but I'm not doing this with y'all. I just want y'all to know Jess, okay? terrible person horrible i i have no words right now i'm not gonna say because you're team jess so you're on the wrong team oh my god <laughs> i'm loyal i can't i can't help it so anyway, all of you back guys to like Fergie. bad boys and that's what's wrong with y'all you like somebody that might maybe punch you in the face and i get it he <laughs> 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 was horrible anyway Big Girls Don't Cry, yes, it was a great video. And he, I, you know, I loved him in um, a bunch of other things. I, I like him. Mm-hmm. I don't like the character. <laughs> oh, yeah. I will say this, though. I agree with you, though, on the at least the song, though. I'm surprised how well it did. Yeah, I, I remember hearing it being played, but I don't remember it being played a lot compared to Sweet Escape, you know? So. Yeah. Maybe Ugh. we're just blanking because it's so many years ago. Yeah. You know what? Maybe because it's a ballad and the radius were like, okay, you know, something to like like cleanse down the, the palate you know what i mean like you have the bangers and then you want to slow it down every now and then so maybe that's why songs like sweet escape were was always being played because they're like all right let's hype people up and then we'll slow down with this type of music later on so maybe that's why i think uh, it's just because it, it was giving like white women energy and they love a very <laughs> strong song you know it, mm-hmm. it did i'm sorry apologize if it hurts anybody's feelings but that's that's the energy it was giving mm-hmm. you know they love a they love a, a little ballad for them there's one song i want to mention by a different artist but once we're done with the top 10 then i'll bring it up but you'll see what i mean later on so continue uh, uh number five i distinctly remember very being very drunk to this song oh buy you a drink by t-pain and young jock uh, <laughs> t-pain yes. anything honestly i yes. love t-pain <laughs> I love uh, Let's Get It On Tonight. That's my favorite song by him. So good. Uh, T-Pain, when was the last time he had an album release? It's been years, hasn't it? I don't I don't keep up enough with his album. I know he has a really good podcast. And oh. then, yeah, he's a really good, because he's, he's very entertaining. Mm. I also enjoyed this because this is like that snap music, you know what? Everything had that snap. Hey. Uh-huh. Oh, it was nice. And everybody's t-shirt was too big. Girl, we was living. 
Okay. <laughs> we was out. We was outside all the time. I was coming in the house at uh, eight o'clock in the morning, and I left at eleven o'clock the night before. Girl, yes. At the bartender. Yep. Oh, so good. He had so many bangers from that album. So many. All right. Let's see what's next. What's next after number five? Buy you a drink. Then number six is Before He Cheats by Carrie Underwood. Hey, this is this is the song I was gonna bring up, so I'm glad you brought it up. I right, know, number six. Number six. It good was good for you, Carrie. I remember this being ever. I believe this is when I worked in Nordstrom, and I used to this used to come on. I would sing this at the top of my lungs while I was working. There you go. <laughs> were your coworkers upset, or were they singing along with you? They would sing along. It was a there. Thing. You go. Okay, it, it would suck if they're like, "Oh, what's wrong with you, Tasha?" It's like, no, no it sing along thing. with me. Yeah, it was great. Community, you know. <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay honestly this song over big girls don't cry this song is a way better oh song. yes yes oh yes absolutely vocals she's she's also just um a singer that i prefer more her mm-hmm. style of singing i prefer more than fergie's style of singing i don't want to say she can sing better mm-hmm. even though in my opinion she does but i feel like that's kind of too negative of a statement for fergie because i do like fergie you know what i mean yeah, I know Fergie is also a vocalist, but with Carrie, I just feel like sonically, she just, I, she has more range, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah she has more range. Me. I to always me. forget she was on American Idol and won. Yes. Yep. I completely forget about that all the time. Mm-hmm. Me too. Because I remember I didn't watch that season, but then this came out and I was like, I love this song. And they were like, oh, that's the girl from American Idol. I was like, American Idol? Mm-hmm. This? She did. And she still, still has a career to this day, whereas other idols don't. She still has one. I was about to say, very few people have a career. So so it's her, Kelly Clarkson. Uh, uh, Jennifer, Huts- Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer Hudson. Kat. Uh, Fantasia, um, Jordan Sparks, um, technically Justin Gravino because uh, he he does still do stuff, and I just saw him in like the Britney Spears thing. Uh-huh. I'm trying to think, and then I start to like lose it because I don't really know enough idols after that. What's the one? Adam Lambert. He's still Adam Lambert. Has, thank you. He still He's toying with Queen. He's yep. Singing. Yeah. Good mm-hmm. for him. He's got a good voice. I'm. I'm so happy for him. Next, we're gonna go after Carrie Underwood at number six. Number seven is Hey There, Delilah, playing White Tees. I remember this being everywhere. Okay. Yes, I agree. And here's the thing: I could not stand this song <laughs> growing up. They, they played it a lot. I like it now. No, because um, before we recorded this, I've been listening to like a playlist like these last couple of days and this song came up and I was like, oh yeah, I didn't like the song. But now I do. It's a vibe. I like it. But back then, I was so annoyed with this song and what didn't help it was that on TV, they would play during commercials for like a promo ad for a TV show. I think. Yep. Yep. I forget what the name of the show was. It was like a college type of show. But I was so fed up hearing this everywhere. And at that time, you couldn't really skip because we had Dish. We couldn't skip the commercials. So unless you like pause it and then fast forward like mm-hmm. and wait a few minutes. Anyways, I like it now. I show it grace. I give it its flowers. So long overdue flowers. I finally like it. But you were saying? I, I just I loved it. I remember really enjoying it. But I agree with you. It was on some sort of a promo for something. Okay. And now I'm looking at the top 10. Most of these were in commercials, in promos, or something like that during that year, Uh which is why we ended up 
getting sick of a lot of them. Mm-hmm. A lot of them. So that was number seven. Number eight is I Wanna Love You, Akon featuring Snoop Dogg. Like you said, Akon had a banging year that year. <laughs> I remember this song going off in the club, standing on a couch. Yeah. I wanna love you. I can't yeah. sing. Yeah. Love it. Um, Akon, Akon's actually not my favorite right now, but it's fine. We don't have to talk about that. If you know, you know. Uh, he's a dick, and everyone should know. Uh, <laughs> number nine. <laughs> Moving someone, on. Someone we do like to this day, Nelly Furtado would say it right. Yes. Oh, so good. And you know what? I'm so glad that people on social media not only brought back this song but also promiscuous and man eater mm, i yes. love the slow down version of man eater i've mm-hmm. listened to that so many times on youtube love it i wish spotify would have some type of version that i liked but i'm too picky but promiscuous still a banger if you play that in the club still so good still All goes off still goes off still in the club off. they made magic uh what was the name of that other song they did a one song together right what was it called i'll be singing in the club i'll be dancing real nice something like why am i forgetting the name of the song like it was also similar nelly Furtado and justin timberlake did have a song together it's actually number 21 on our list it's give oh. it to me Give it to me. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Why was I thinking mm. carry on or get out? <laughs> that's that's how I was like, when you started singing it, I was like, I don't think that's right. But, no, yeah, you know, we're, wrong, we're yeah. doing a lot of uh, we're doing a lot of music right now. So a lot of things get jumbled together in your head. So yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, I have to think. Nelly, yes, she has released more music after that. It's just that I feel like it's weird, too, because she has made more albums after this, but mm-hmm. she just hasn't really made as much noise as in back then with this particular album. Um, so I think there's something to there's the way people promote mm. Beyonce broke the complete system she don't promote albums she just drops them and she goes away and so <laughs> now there's less promotion social media also has changed the game and there's also the idea to me that you have your existing audience you play to that audience you know what your numbers are going to be and you're satisfied and you're happy to that and you don't need any more mm-hmm. because if i am a nelly Furtado fan i'm going to know when she's dropping an album because i'm right. a fan you know i'm already following her she doesn't really need to promote to me so there's there's that um so that was number nine the number 10 is another fergie song with glamorous oh i forgot about glamorous that one's the good glamorous. i like that one the glamorous, glamorous, glamorous featuring Ludacris, which I actually really enjoy Ludacris. And I'm sad that I missed him on tour with Janet this year. He went on tour with Janet? Yes. I did not know that. I knew mm-hmm. she went on tour because I know our friend Brie, uh, Brie went to go see her, like, what, two, three months ago? But I didn't yep. know he went to go on tour with her. Mm-hmm. And Brie was, was in it because, you know, Brie got a little Atlanta in her, too. <laughs> <laughs> Brie got a little Atlanta and she was like, I'm really having a good time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was the only reason why I wanted to go to the show, but I had to start picking and choosing because I've been going to a lot of live shows. Yeah. No, you're living your best life, as you should. Luda, it's been years since he's had an album, too, right? I don't think he wants to have an album right now. Oh. Although he did Essence Fest this year. Well, oh. no. Um, oh. J- Jermaine Dupri had a set in Essence Fest and he brought out a lot of people. So a lot of that snapping music that I was talking about, yeah. a lot of those guys came out. And then Jazzy, I think Jazzy Faye came out and then Ludacris ended the set. It was amazing. Essence Fest, guys, just so y'all know, I'm going to probably be in Essence Fest in 2024 and y'all might get a whole bunch of fantastic news Essence Fest stuff. Because I'm going to be in there. <laughs> let's talk about it. Let's do it. So, when is it going to be? It's always in July. 
Oh, so I passed already. Okay, mm-hmm. so a whole other year. Okay. It so was in July. Mm-hmm. So next year. So, so that sure was the top. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. 100% I'm going. That's it. I'm not missing another. And I regret not going. And you know how I feel about regretting experiences. So right. forget that. I'll be there next year. Like, <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> All right, so that was the top 10 for 2007. Now, my one of my personal honorable mentions... Party like a rock star. Shot ah, boys. Party like a rock. rock party, party like, like a rock, rock star. star. <laughs> <laughs> totally, dude. I forgot mm-hmm. that song. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, 2007 had such good bangers. Yeah. Love it. And again, for uh, I was listening to the, um, an entire playlist on Spotify. So for those of you that do have it, I'm sure maybe Apple Music has something like that. But again, Spotify has you covered. So I'm pretty sure that song should be on there if it was a banger. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean it, it's number fourteen, so it just just missed it. That's just almost everywhere. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. loved it. Who's one of your honorable mentions? Uh, Pink with you in your hand uh, for two reasons. One, I love Pink. I think she's underrated. Well, not underrated, but I feel like she doesn't get enough um, credit and respect in the music industry. Love her. Uh, I okay. Here's the thing. Here's the second reason why I didn't know what <laughs> she meant by you in your hand tonight. Mm-hmm. As a kid, I just thought, oh, it's a cool, fun cool. song. But now as an adult, I'm like, oh. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, um, mm-hmm. such a good album. I'm Not Dead. That's where this album is from. So I remember the first time I heard her sing was at the Kids' Choice Award show. It wasn't the Teens' Award show. It was a Kids' Award show. So me being sweet and innocent back then, I remember watching her perform Stupid Girls. And I was like, whoa, what is she talking about? Because, you know, you're little and she was talking about things that you don't really you're not supposed to talk about but she did it anyways that's what i love about her mm-hmm. i'm not dead is such a good album it's very raw very personal a lot of good rock elements to it and then also the song who knew better or just who knew is such a good beautiful song but yeah you in your hand so so good the music video is so well done she has so many different looks and different colored wigs and stuff like that uh Man. let's see what's another honorable mention for me oh wait hold on i just had it. oh Soldier Boy, crank that. That's right. Soldier Boy. Oh my it. gosh. I forget how old this song is. It came out that year. Yep. Still yeah, watch me crank that Soldier Boy and Superman that whole night. Watch me, you. Uh, be clear, ladies and gentlemen. I still know the dance. If you don't know the dance, it means you weren't old enough to be out here partying with me back then, okay? Can you please upload a video of you doing that dance across social not. media? Absolutely not. <laughs> come on tasha absolutely not. absolutely not i actually used to one of my um one of my majors in high school i was a good dance major so i really? can dance yeah i can dance i'm just absolutely not dancing on the internet like <laughs> <laughs> okay fine no. i feel like maybe before that. tiktok but now that okay. it's a thing i'm like no no now y'all gonna have me chucking and jiving no thank you <laughs> Mm-mm. Oh, they're gonna have God. me out here feeling like that all right so yeah soldier boy that was that's one of my honorable mentions because how was soldier boy number 20 in the billboard 100 number 20 i'm not surprised it was a good banger though i'm not surprised i always forget about kiss me through the phone oh, such kiss a good song the the i love that song the, yeah. again summers all right what's one of your honorable mentions Oh, by the um, way, I don't know if hmm. I said it, but your honorable mention for Pink, she was number 29. Okay. Oh, was she? Good mm-hmm. for you, Pink. There you go. Yeah. 
Oh, no pun intended, because that's your song. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so for one of my honorable mentions, you and I have this in common. We don't support him because of his actions. Justice for Janet. But Justin Timberlake, mm-hmm. uh, he had a really good year as well. My love, sexy back, what comes around goes around. I think all of those are on this. See, there you go. Such a big album. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? The Future Sex Love Sounds. That was the name of the album? Yep. So... Um... I, I'm not. I'm probably not going to be able to find all of them because I don't have it filtered. But, but what goes around comes around is number twenty-two. My love is number twenty-six. Hold on, I just saw another one. Summer love is number thirty-nine. Uh-huh. Hold, on, hold on, hold on. Summer love is um, sexy. Back is number sixty-three. Imagine this, this is off of one album. Just one uh, album. Lo- also produced uh-huh. by Timbaland. Yep, Love Stone number ninety-six. Um, Ao Technology. No, that's a fifty song. Yeah, that's a but he's song. on that. But he's on the that. remake but that of Beyonce was... for "Until the End of Time," beautifully done as well. Um, that's not on here though. I don't think. No, just honorable mention. Um, did oh, I miss Cope. it? Uh, no, because I don't think that was like a big, big hit. I feel like you either knew of it or you didn't. But yeah. I remember it was out. And it was beautifully done. Love her mm-hmm. remix. Uh, Coco Jones recently did her version of that song. Actually, yeah, I love Coco's voice. Love Coco. Yes, she finally getting her fa- her flowers to me. Mm-hmm. She I love her song Fallen. It's so beautifully done. I love it. I can't wait for her to be who she's becoming. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Another honorable mention for me. Uh, we fly high. No lie. You know hey. it. Ballin'. <laughs> I mean, there's so many on this list. We can we can do this forever. Uh, this ain't a scene. It's an arms race. Fallout Boys in number 32. That was my introduction to them, actually. And that was me slowly entering my emo phase. I don't know if you know that about me. <laughs> I had, like, the worst emo phase ever. My mom hated me for that for, like, a whole year. But back then, they really did not get the emo phase and the black clothes. And the black I, clothes and all that. <laughs> I tried painting my, my nails black, but that's where my dad in particular drew, drew the line. Like, my dad was okay <laughs> have, with me having long hair and listening to rock music and, like, dressing like more goth and emo. But, like, my parents, especially my dad, he's like, you will not paint your nails black. And we were watching a movie. I forget which movie it was. But one of the guys who was, like, punk rock or whatever, he had black nails. And I was like, see, that guy has black nail plus. He's like, yeah, he does. He does. You won't. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's not fair. Uh, And still, here's the thing. I was a good kid. I I didn't rebel. I think that was, like, one or two arguments we had. But that was it. Like, I listened to them. So, yeah, now as an adult, I have zero desire for the black nail polish. But I wouldn't mind, you know, going back to, like, a punk rock emo phase if I felt like. Well, I think... I think we kind of went, I mean, we could talk about 2007 all day. Is there any other ones that you want to talk about? Uh, yes, just one more particular, because this is one of my favorite album albums of all time till this day. Back to Black by Amy Winehouse. I mm. am so good. Amy ended up, she's kind of low on the list, which is kind of, it's obnoxious to say she's low on the list because it's 100 for the entire year. So it's obnoxious. Mm. But she's number 78. Oh. No, 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 70, 74. Oh, rehab. Okay. okay, and here's the reason why. I remember being in junior high. I'm pretty sure it was junior high. I remember that song came out, and it was so different compared to everything we've just talked about or anything else on that year. I remember listening to the lyrics, and I knew at that time what rehab was because mm-hmm. celebrity culture with, like, Lindsay Lohan and Britney and Paris Hilton. Well, celebrity culture at that year was so <laughs> crazy, but... 
I knew what that word meant at that time. So I was like, oh my gosh, what is she talking about? Yeah, the music was so different at that time. And I'm so pissed that I found out there was a deluxe edition years later. I found this out during COVID lockdown, believe it or not, that there was a deluxe edition. And I was like, one of my favorite albums of all time has a deluxe edition. And I did not know about this. And you released it after she passed away. I think it was after she passed away. I think so. Not cool. I remember, um, I believe... The year she passed away, mm. what was that? What was that? 2011. Okay. Um, I believe that year I was doing some volunteering at this nonprofit in Harlem. And one of the girls who was training us, she said she, she worked at the nonprofit and then she bartended at night. And she used to be at one of the bars that Amy was at. Oh. And she said, she said, it's so sad. Everyone just keeps giving her drinks. She's so drunk already. And so then to see how she ended up passing away, and there was nobody good around her. No, Um, us diehard fans know that her dad has like been shady with like her music and her money and certain business choices, and even now that she's gone. Yeah, I'm so I'm surprised how low this album is on the list. Is it the the song? Not the album. album. These are just the singles. Oh, just the singles. That's right. Just the singles because the Billboard had 100 singles. Yeah. I know at the Grammys, uh, and I know we shouldn't focus too much on the Grammys, but I know at the Grammys, she won big. She won best. Was it record and album? I know it was album for sure. No, I think it was record. Yeah, it was record for sure. It was a long time ago. I can't remember. Shoot. But I know she won big at the Grammys that year with that record. Uh, I mean, I I remember her winning a lot. She was so surprised. And Tony Bennett, who recently passed away, uh, he announced uh, that she was a winner, and she was a huge fan of his and I remember seeing this behind-the-scenes footage of her waiting for the nominations to be announced live on the air. And as Tony was reading the names, like, oh, nominated for Best Record of the Year, um, you can see her saying, Mom, Let's Dad, see. it's Tony Bennett. Yeah. And then um... Tony says her name, and her jaw just drops, and her band members go up to hug her, and she was so happy. And she was only 27 when she passed away. So young. Let's see. She won. If I could buy a record, play, um, record player, I would buy that album. No skips. Love it. The deluxe edition, of course. Yeah. Uh, when did she? She won five Grammys in two thousand to two thousand eight Grammys. Ooh. Yeah, good for you. Yeah, I was like, I remember that year. Uh-huh. People being like, "What?" Like, <laughs> they're like, "What?" She keep winning and winning and winning. She did win a lot. Let's see. She won album record of the year. Knew it. Song of the year. There Best new artist. Oh, an album. Yeah. Uh, who won album? No. Album, hold on. Record of the album of the year was um, Herbie Hancock. Who? Herbie Hancock. Herbie Hancock. Yes. Who's that? He's a jazz musician. He's black. Oh, okay. I'm not He's familiar black. with that artist. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm not familiar with that artist. Okay. I'll mm-hmm. look him up now. Herbie Hancock. He's a black jazz artist. Uh, but yes, yeah, she did win a lot. A lot. Um. Uh, fun fact, uh, Jim Dale won for Best Spoken Word uh, Children's Album that year for uh, oh. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations, Jim. Like, not not yeah. you, 20, almost 20 years later, talking about congratulations. No, <laughs> I did not know. Good for Me him, neither. <laughs> But it's just funny. <laughs> like, wait. No, uh, listen, I only pay attention to my face when it comes to award shows because I, I didn't know who well, was doing Well, most of this like, isn't voices. even... Um, 
televised. Yeah. 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 So uh, Viola why. Davis, when she won for uh, her award at the Grammys this year, I was so happy for her because she's an ego winner now. Yeah, she's for an you, ego, Viola. Yeah. Yay. Also, Carrie won for Before He Cheats, right? At the Grammys? Yes. I'm yeah. going through the Grammys from that year to see if anybody we talked about won. She won Best... Best Female Country Vocal Performance and for the same song, she won Best Country Song. Uh, Justin won ben, Best Dance Record. Uh, who else did we talk album about? Or for, was it one of the singles? Record, so it's just one song. It's Love Stones. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Interesting. Uh, let's go to Pop real quick. Uh, she won Best... That's what another one Amy won. Best Female Pop Vocal Performance. Justin won Best Male for What Goes Around Comes Around. And she won Best Pop Vocal Album for Back to Black. Interesting that they put it in the pop category, but okay. Yeah, I mean, I want, well, where else would she go? I mean, wouldn't it be maybe like under Soul, though? Because I wouldn't there's say it's no pop. Soul. There's Ooh, no soul. Yeah, Come there's on. no soul. There's <sighs> pop, there's R&B, there's rap, there's reggae, there's rock. But there's no soul here. There's dance, country folk, jazz, mm-hmm. Latin, new age. No, there's no soul here. Uh, maybe jazz, but not pop. Definitely not jazz, though. Not jazz. <laughs> Definitely not jazz. Not okay. for that well, song. In general, the Grammys she... have to get their stuff situated. I don't know what it is now, you know, with the, the nominations and the categories. But back then, I don't then, think they yeah. changed too much from here. Oh no. But um, yeah. And then let's see. Yeah, I mean, oh, and and Umbrella won. I'm trying to go through top ten and see who won in the top ten. Umbrella oh, won remember. for best rap away song so collaboration. He wouldn't speak on the microphone. I remember that. He didn't want to talk. <laughs> I guess. Mm. Yeah, I'm trying to just trying to see. All right, I think that's everything that we went through for the top 10, 100, and then what won a Grammy, which is always so interesting, right? Because it's mm-hmm. not always who gets number one because record of the year, Beyonce was also nominated for Irreplaceable and lost to Amy. She should have won album of the year years ago. Yes. I'm still not over that. Let's not even get into it. We're not she hasn't it. won album of the year. And, mm-hmm. and the year they should have given it to her is the year that Prince was presenting because Prince was her favorite artist. Mm-hmm. And I know he was disappointed that he didn't get to give it to her because he also like really truly loved her. I remember she performed Purple Rain during the Formation World Tour. Like, yeah, yeah. I talked about that on the phone. A long it was time amazing. Ago. Yeah, so it beautifully done. Everybody had their that. phone lights up. It was so beautiful. The, ener- the energy is really cool. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. yeah. Rest in peace, Prince. Yeah, rest in peace, Prince. That was a fun rundown memory lane. If you, as a listener, have a song from 2007 that you remember, you should put that in the question box, I'm going to ask you what was your favorite song from 2007, if you can remember. If you want to pick a different year and let us know that you want us to go over that year, music review, you let us know. Put that on the socials, The Fantastic Grotto, on every platform you can possibly talk to us on, the TikTok, the Instagram, the Twitters, all of that. And mm, anything else? Le, lo, le, le, lo, le. No, that's all. <laughs> <laughs>
Shakira, Shakira. <laughs> she was up there too. She didn't make a top ten, but Shakira. No, it's okay. In the one hundred, I think it was the one with her and Beyonce. No. Oh, beautiful liar! I know that song did. I think it was. That's one I of my favorite music that. videos of all time. Actually, it I was mean, so well done. It was so good. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, we're we're veering <laughs> from the point, and yes. just want to thank you again for your time. If time was money, you couldn't get it back. So thank you for spending it here with us. Bye, guys. <laughs>